Welcome to Zichud Avsi Manimem of Avram Goldar and Dimur Zechus Yuma Daf Samachov. The fifth pair quotes Yilwil. This year we'll have a special pop quiz which will be done in a separate file. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, a Bryce brings a Malchokus regarding who attains Kapara through the Siyah Mishdelech. According to Yehuda, the Pasuk says, And he should atone for all the Kohanim and for all the people of the congregation. It comes to teach the Kohanim, Levim, and Yisraelim equally receive Kapara, with the Siyah Mishdelech for all other transgressions aside from Tumas Mikdash Kedosha. Rav Shimon says that just as the Dama Siyah Nasa Bifnim, the blood of the goat that is done inside is mechaper for Yisraelim, for Tumas Mikdash Kedoshav. So to the blood of the Chapar is mechaper for Kohanim, for Tumas Mikdash Kedoshav. And just as the video of the Sir Mishtalech is mechaper for Yisraelim, for all other transgressions, so to the video on the Par is mechaper for Kohanim, for all other transgressions. Point number two, the Mishnah Duff Samach Amadalov introduced the Malchokas in a case when blood spilled during the application of the blood in the Kosher Kedoshim. The Tanakama, being Rabbi Meir, holds that the Kong Gadol Mashecht, another animal, and bring new blood, and redo the application from the beginning. Rabbi Shimon holds, from where he stopped, from there he starts again. Rashi explained that if blood spilled in the middle of the set, he doesn't have to start from the beginning. The same Malchokas applies to the applications of blood in the Heichon, the Paroches, and on the Mizbach HaZahav. On this stuff, Rabbi Yochanan said, They both expounded the same Pasuk. Aron will affect Kippur from the blood of the Chattas of the Atonements once a year. Rabbi Meir holds, Hashem told you to use only one Chattas offering and not two Chattas. Rashi explains that each stage of the Atonement procedure can only use the blood of one animal. Therefore, if the blood spills, they must bring new blood and start again. I told you to do one sprinkling, one chitui, and not two. Rashi explains that they hold that there is no sprinkling that may be repeated. And point number three, it was taught in a brace that the Torah states regarding a Mitzorah. And the cone shall take from the blood of the Ashim, and the cone shall apply it to the person being purified. It could be thought that taking the blood means that it should be received in a kli. Therefore, the Torah teaches v'nasan, and he shall apply the blood to the mitzvah. Manasina ba'atzmo shakon, afalkicha ba'atzmo shakon. Just as the application is done with the body of the kohen, referring to his finger, so to the taking should be done with the body of the kohen, meaning the blood should be received in his hand. Now, it could be thought that the blood thrown to the mizbeach should also be received in his hand. Therefore, the Torah teaches kikachatas ha'ashamu. Like the chattas is the ash, which implies that just as the blood of a chattas requires receiving it in a kli, so does the blood of the Mitzvah's ashim require a kli. We therefore conclude that two kahanim should receive the blood of the Mitzvah's ashim. One receives it in a kli to throw the blood on the Mizbeach, and one in his hand to apply to the Mitzvah with his finger. So once again, the three points are, number one, a b'raisa brings Malkokos regarding who attains kapara through the Siyah Mishtalech. According to Rabbi Yudah, the Pasuk that states, Ba'al Kohanim, Ba'al Ko'am Hakal Yechaper, and he should atone for all of the Kohanim and for all the people of the congregation, comes to teach the Kohanim, Levim Yisraelim, equally receive kapara, B'Siyah Mishtalech, B'Shar Averos, with the Siyah Mishtalech for all other transgressions, aside from Tumas Mikdash Kedosha. Rabbi Shimon says that just as the Damasayir Nas Vifnim, the blood of the goat that is done inside is Mechaper for Yisraelim, for Tumas Mikdash Kedosha, so to the blood of the pars mechaper for kohanim for tumas mikdash kedoshav and just as the vidui of the seir mishdaleach is mechaper for israeling for all other transgressions so to the vidui and the pars mechaper for kohanim for all other transgressions point number two the mishnah daf samach amunalv introduced malchokas in a case when blood spilled during the application of the blood in the kodesh kedoshim the tanakama being rabbi Meir, holds that the kohen gadol must shecht another animal 
and bring new blood, and redo the application from the beginning. From where he stopped, from there he starts again. Rashi explained that a blood spilled in the middle of the set, he doesn't have to start from the beginning. The same Akhokas applies to the applications of the blood in the Heichon, the Parochas, and on the Mizbach HaZahav. On this stuff, Rabbi Yochanan said, They both expounded the same Pasuk. Aron will affect Kapara from the blood of the Chattas of the Atonements once a year. Rabbi Meir holds, Chattas Achas Amarti Lucha, Vushtei Chattos. I, Hashem, told you to use only one Chattas offering and not two Chattos. Rashi explains that each stage of the Atonement procedure can only use the blood of one animal. Therefore, if the blood spills, they must bring new blood and start again. I told you to do only one sprinkling, one chitui, and not two. Rashi explains that they hold that there is no sprinkling that may be repeated. And point number three was taught in a brice of the Torah states regarding a matzora, the lakach mitama asham, and the kohen shall take from the blood of the asham, and the kohen shall apply it to the person being purified. Now it could be thought that taking the blood means that should be received in a kli. Therefore, the Torah teaches Vanasan, and he shall apply the blood to the Matsorah. Just as the application is done with the body of the Kohen, referring to his finger, so to the taking should be done with the body of the Kohen, meaning the blood should be received in his hand. It can now be thought that the blood thrown to the Mizbech should also be received in his hand. Therefore, the Torah teaches Kikachatas HaAshamu. Like the Chatas is the Ashamu, which implies that just as the blood of a Chatas requires receiving it in a Kli, so does the blood of the Metzor's Ashim require a cleave. We therefore conclude that two Kahanim should receive the blood of the Metzor's Ashim. One receives it in a cleave to throw the blood on the Mizbeach, and one in his hand to apply to the Metzor with his finger. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Daf Samachalf, and our standard Simmer is a saw, and we often use a magician doing a sawing a person half trick. So here goes. The magician's trick to saw a goat in half to attain Kapara for Kahanim Levim in Yisraelim went terribly wrong when blood started to spill out in the middle. And two assistants were needed to receive his blood, one in a clee and one in his hands. So once again, in slow motion. The magician's trick to saw a goat in half saw, that must be more on Daf Samachalav. The magician's trick to saw a goat in half to attain kapara for Kahanim Levim and Yisraelim, which reminds us, a price brings about books regarding who attains kapara through the Sir Mishdalech. According to Rabbi Yehuda, the pasta that says, and he should atone for all the Kohanim, for all the people of the congregation, comes to teach that Kohanim Levim and Yisraelim equally receive kapara, the Sir Mishdalech, for all averas other than Tumas Mikdash Vikadoshim. The Rabbi Shimon says that just as the Dama Sir Nas Bifnim is Machapur Yisraelim for Tumas Mikdash Vikadoshim, so to the blood of the Pars Machapur for Kohanim for Tumas Mikdash Vikadoshim. And just as the Vidui of the Sir Mishdalech is Machapur Yisraelim for all other transgressions, so to the Vidui and the Pars Machapur for Kohanim for all other transgressions. So the magician's trick to saw a goat in half to attain kapar for Kohanim, Levim, and Yisraelim went terribly wrong when blood started to spill out in the middle, which reminds us the Mishnah Daf Samach Amad Alf introduced Malchokas in a case when blood spilled during the application of the blood of the Kaddush Kaddushim. The Tanakhama being Rabbi Mir holds that the Kohen Gadol must shecht another animal and bring new blood and redo the application from the beginning. From where he stopped, from there he starts again. Rashi explains that if blood spilled in the middle of the set, he doesn't have to start from the beginning. The same Machokas applies to the application of the blood on the Heichon, the Paroches, and on the Mizbach as a hub. So on this stuff, Rabbi Yochanan said, They both expanded the same Pasuk. Arnold will affect Kapar from the blood of the Chattas of the Atonements once a year. 
Reb Meir holds, Chatas Achas are Matu Chapur Shte Chatos. Aishem told you to use only one Chatas offering and not two Chatos. Rashi explains that each stage of the Toma procedure can only use the blood of one animal. Therefore, the blood spills, they must bring new blood and start again. Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shimon hold, Chitui Echad Matu Chapur Shte Chituin. I told you to do only one sprinkling, Chitui, and not two. Rashi explains that they hold that there is no sprinkling that may be repeated. So the magician's trick to saw a goat in half to attain Kapar for Kohanim, Levim, and Yisraelim went terribly wrong when blood started to spill out in the middle, and two assistants were needed to receive its blood, one in a kli and one in his hands. Which reminds us that it was taught in the brights of the Torah states regarding Mitzorah, Belakach, Midama, Asham, and the Kohen shall take from the blood of the Asham, and the Kohen shall apply it to the person being purified. It could be thought that taking the blood means that it should be received in a kli, therefore the Torah teaches Venasan, and he shall apply the blood to the Mitzorah. Just as the application is done with the body of the Kohen, referring to his finger, so to the taking should be done with the body of the Kohen, meaning the blood should be received in his hand. It can now be thought that the blood thrown to the Mizbeam should also be received in his hand. Therefore, the Torah teaches, Like the Chattas is the Ashim, which implies that just as the blood of a Chattas requires receiving it in a Kli, so does the blood of the Mitzvah's Ashim require a Kli. We therefore conclude that two Kohanim should receive the blood of the Mitzvah's Ashim. One receives it in a Kli to throw the blood on the Mizbeach, and one in his hand to apply to the Mitzvah with his finger. So once again, the magician's trick to saw a goat in half to attain Kapar for Kohanim, Levim, and Yisraelim went terribly wrong when blood started to spill out in the middle, and two assistants were needed to receive its blood, one in the Kli and one in his hands. All right, now it's time for four blot back chazor. Daf Nunzain. So the simmer Daf Nunzain is a nose, and we use Pinocchio's nose. So here goes. The red Pinocchio, Pinocchio, that must be one Daf Nunzain, nose. The red Pinocchio hanging in front of a curtain with blood splattered on it, which reminds us of Bryce taught that when the Kongadol does hazor, he does not do hazor on the parochas, but only opposite the parochas without the drops of blood actually coming in contact with it. Rebbe Lezbred Rebbe said, I saw the parochas in Rome, and there were many drops of blood of the part in Sir of Yom Kippur. Clearly, the blood was meant to reach the parochas. The Gemara questioned his proof, suggesting that perhaps he saw the blood of the Parlam Dover, or the Sir of Odazora, and answered that he recognized the correct blood because he saw they had been done in sequence, one above and seven progressively lower. So, the red Pinocchio hanging in front of a curtain with blood splattered on it had been dipped in a bucket full of bull and goat blood. That was accidentally mixed, which reminds the Gemara asks, what's to be done if the blood of the bull becomes mixed with the blood of the goat before any sprinklings are performed? Rabbi said, the Kohen God places the mixture one time above and seven times below, and this is sufficient for both applications. When Rabbi Yermia heard this teaching, he said, these foolish Babylonians, it's because they dwell in a dark land, they state murky teachings. According to Rabbi, this means the Kohen God applies the above sprinkling of the seir before he applies the below sprinkling of the part. And the Torah stated, the kilo machapra is a Kodesh, and he shall complete the Kabar for the Kodesh, from which we can infer, complete the Kabar of the blood of the par, and afterwards complete the Kabar for the blood of the Seir. Rather, the Kohen Gadol first places the mixture one time above, and seven times below for the par obligation, and then does the same for the Seir. So, the red Pinocchio hanging in front of a curtain, with blood splattered on it, had been dipped in a bucket full of bull and goat blood, that was accidentally mixed, and placed right next to a golden altar that just received it's once a year blood application, which reminds us. The Mishnah Daf Nun Gimam Bey stated that before doing the blood applications on the Mizbacha Zahav, the Kohen Gadol poured the blood of the bull into the blood of the goat. The Gemara seeks to identify the town of our Mishnah and concludes that it's Rabbi Yoshi, based on a bracelet where he says that the blood should be mixed, and Rabbi Yonason says they should be applied separately. Rabbi Yoshi has said to him, Does the Torah not state that Aaron shall perform kapara upon its horns, Achis Vashana, once a year, implying that only one set of applications is made from both bloods? 
Rabbi Yonasan said to him, but does the Torah not state, and you should take from the blood of the par and from the blood of the seer and place it on the horns of the Mizbech, implying they should be placed separately. If so, why does the Torah state Achas Mishana one time a year? To teach you that there's one application with the part and not two, and one application with the Seir and not two. Dafnun Ches, the Simmer Dafnun Ches says, Noah Goldberg, the zookeeper. So here goes. Noah Goldberg, the zookeeper. Noah Goldberg, the zookeeper. That must be more Daf Nun Ches. Noah Goldberg, the zookeeper, who always put his feeding bowls within feeding bowls, which reminds us, Rami Barakama asked with Chissa, what's the lach of a cone placed a Mizrach, a receiving bowl, inside another Mizrach, and receive the blood of a carbon in it? Do we say, Min b'mino chotzetz or eno chotzetz? So after rejecting one proof that it does not, one proof that it does, the more presents an alternative version of Rabbi Barakama's question, Derech sheres b'kach or ain't derech sheres b'kach? Is it considered a proper manner of service to do so, to receive the blood in a bowl within a bowl or not? The more answer from our brides taught in Yeshiva of Rabbi Shmo, that the Torah states, as kokli ashars ashe yashar subam b'kodesh, and they should take all the service vessels they use for service in the holy place. The Pusik speaks of shnei kelim b'sheros achas, two kelim and one service, implying that two kelim may be used for one service. So, Noch Goldberg, the zookeeper, who always put his feeding bowls within feeding bowls, often dreamed of becoming Kongad on Yom Kippur, doing Hazan the Baruch as well standing between it and the Mizbach HaZahav, which reminds the next mission describes the Avodah the Kongad did on the Mizbach HaZahav after concluding the sprinkle on the Parochas. The Pasuk states, V'yatz al Mizbech Hashem, He shall go out to the Mizbech that is before Hashem. Zem Mizbach HaZahav, this refers to the Golden Altar. The Gemara brings a bright that taught, what is the Torah teaching when it says, V'yatz al Mizbech, the Kongad shall go out to the Mizbech. So when Nehemiah says, L'fishim etzinu babar habal kol mitzvah, since we find that the Kohen Gadol's bull chat is brought for inadvertently committing a sin that is punishable by karas as a result of his own incorrect halachic ruling, that at the moment the Kohen Gadol does hazad towards the parochas, he stands past the Mizbech, between the Mizbech and the entrance to the Heichel. It might have been thought that here, too, he stands past the Mizbech. The Pasuk concerning the Yom Kippur offering therefore states, but Yatza el HaMizbech, he should go out to the Mizbech, from which we infer that previously when doing Hazah on the Parochas, he was standing Lifnim Min HaMizbech, inwards from the Mizbech, between the Mizbech and the Parochas. So, Noch Goldberg the zookeeper, who always put his feeding bowls within feeding bowls, often dreamed of becoming Kongad on Yom Kippur, doing Hazah on the Parochas while standing between it and the Mizbech HaZahav, and then walking past the Mizbech before dumping blood on it. Which reminds us, the Gemara brings up rice with Malchus between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Yosei Glili regarding the sequence of Kongadon used to daub blood on each of the four corners of the Mizbach HaZahav. The Gemara notes the Kuyama Mia Bahau Karen de Avid. Everyone agrees that the corner which the Kongadon first encounters as he walks towards the Mizbech is not the one he does the first application of blood on. While she explains that he first encounters a western corner. So what's the reason for this? She will answer that the Pasuk states, but Yatza Al Mizbech, that he should go out to the altar. This implies he should not make any blood applications at all until he passes the entire length of the Mizbech. As the night, night, that must be more on Nuntes. As the night walked clumsily around the golden altar, daubing blood on his corners, which reminds the Gmurbings of Bryce regarding how the blood was applied to the Mizbech of Pnimi. Rabbi Shmuel said, Two Gohan Gadoin remained alive in the days of Bayes Rishon. This one said, Biyadihi Kafti, with my hand I circled the Mizbech Zahav, when placing blood on it on Yom Kippur. And this one said, Baragoi Kafti, with my feet I circled it. And each one gave their reason. The one who circled it with his feet explained, Savi de Mizbech Pnimi, Kasavi de Mizbech Achitzon. The term around written in connection to the inner altar is to be interpreted like the term around written in connection with 
the outer altar. So just as the Kohen Gadol walked around the outer altar to apply the blood, so too he walked around the inner altar. The one who circled the Mizbech HaPinimi with his hand explained, the entire Mizbech HaPinimi takes the space of a single horn of the Mizbech HaChitzon, which Rashi explains was an Amma by an Amma. So just as the Kohen Gadol stood in place at any given corner of the Mizbech HaChitzon, so too he stood in place while performing the applications around the entire Mizbech HaPinimi. So, as the night walked clumsily around a golden altar, daubing blood on its corners, while looking for a clear place on top for sprinkling, which reminds the Mishan Duff in Nunches on the base states that after the Kongal sprinkled the blood on the corners of the Mizbech Abnimi, he saw Tihosh Mizbech Shevapamin. He then sprinkled upon the purity of the Mizbech seven times. The Gemara here asks, My Tihar, what does the purity of the Mizbech mean? And brings a revised explanation of what Rabbi Shiva said. Agulya de Mizbech means upon the exposed top of the Mizbech, similar to how the term purity is used in the Pasuk, and it was like the appearance of the heavens in purity. The term purity refers to a state of clarity. The Mishnah used the word similarly alluding to the fact that the Kongad was required to clear a section on top of the Mizbech of the coals and ashes left there by the burning of the Katoris and to sprinkle the blood on the exposed purified surface. So as the night walked clumsily around a golden altar daubing blood on his corners while looking for a clear place on top for sprinkling, gardeners in night costumes lined up in the distance to pay for water from a stream flowing with blood. Which reminds us, the Mishnah said that the bloods of the offerings would eventually mix in the canal and flow out to Nachal Kidron, where it was sold to gardeners for fertilizer, umolingban, and one is liable for meila for its unauthorized use. The more brings them out as if there is meila de Rabban and adds that everyone agrees that the rights that there is no meila for sacrificial blood and brings three sources. Ula said that the puzzle states with regard to sacrificial blood, Lachem, I've signed it for you upon the altar to provide atonement, Shalachem Yehei. The phrase Lachem implies that it should be yours and that there is no prohibition of Me'ila. A sage from the Yeshiva Rabbi Shimon taught a price that said the Pasuk says Lachaper, to provide atonement. I've assigned the blood for atonement but not to be subject to Me'ila. And Rabbi Yochanan said the Pasuk states who? In the Pasuk he had done, who benefits Yechaper, for it's the blood that atones for the soul. This teaches that it is in the same category before Kabora as after Kabora. Just as after Kabora it's not subject to Me'ila, so to before Kabora is not subject to Me'ila. And the Gemara challenges Rabbi Yochanan's interpretation. Daf Samach. So the similar Daf Samach is smiley face stickers. So here goes. The child who puts smiley face stickers, smiley face stickers, that must mean we're on Daf Samach. The child who puts smiley face stickers on the picture of the Trumas Adeshin and the Kohen Gadol's Big Day Lavan to remember Me'ila applies even when the Avoda is done, which reminds us, on Daf Nun Tassam Beis Rebuto, learn from a Pasuk that just as after Kapar, blood is not subject to Me'ila, so to before Kapar, blood is not subject to Me'ila. The Gemara suggested that perhaps one could learn the opposite, that just as before Kapar, there is Me'ila, so to after Kapar, there is Me'ila. And answered, There's no such thing as an item whose requirements have been performed, and yet we can still commit Me'ila with it. The Gemara challenges this assertion for Trumas Adeshin, which is subject to Me'ila, even though its requirements have been carried out. The ashes are still forbidden after they've been placed on the floor of the Azari, east of the Mizbeach. Perhaps the blood too should be subject to Me'ila after Kapara. The Gemara answers that we cannot apply this law, Mishum Dahavi Trumas Adeshin, the Big Dekuna, Shnei Ksubim, Ba'inke Echad, because the Psukim that discuss the Trumas Adeshin and the Big Dekuna worn by the Kongad on Yom Kippur, which are subject to Me'ila after use, teach the same Malachah. And we have a principle that Kol Shnei Ksubim, Ba'inke Echad, in Malamdin, two psukim that teach the same law cannot teach that law in other areas. If the Torah had intended the law to apply universally, it would have only needed to specify that halacha in one case. So the child who puts smiley face stickers on the picture of the Trumas Adeshin and the Kohen Gadol's Big Day Lavan to remember Me'il applies even when the avoda is done, was able to remember which avodas need to be done in order by placing stickers on two words in one pasuk.
which reminds the next Mishnah states regarding all the Yom Kippur procedures that have been listed in sequence, if the Kohen Gadol wrongly advanced one procedure before another, he has accomplished nothing, meaning the procedure is invalid. The Gemara brings a bright when this rule applies. Ryuda says, but It only applies with regard to things done by the Kohen Gadol dress in the Big Day Lavin in the Kosher Kadashim. It does not apply to things done in the Big Day Lavin outside, such as the drawing of lots, the various confessions, and the blood applications of the Mizbach Hazav and the Mizbech Chachitzon. Rabbi Nechemia holds that the Halakha applies to all the things done in the Big Day Lavin, whether inside or outside, whereas anything done out of order, while the Kohen Gadol wears the Big Day Zav, is vowed. Rush explains that if you remove the Kaf and the Makta from the Kosh Kadashim before offering his ram or the ram of the people, which are done in the Big Day Zav, the omission of the ram offering does not render the service of removing the Kaf and Makta invalid. So the child who puts smiley face snickers on the picture of the Trumas Adeshin and the Kohen Gadol's Big Day Lavan, to remember Me'ila applies even when the Avoda is done, was able to remember which Avodos need to be done in order by placing stickers on two words in one Pasuk. Which reminds Rabbi Yochanan said, referring to Rabbi Yehuda's and Rabbi Nehemiah's opinions, Shnei Mikra Echadarshi, both of them expounded the same Pasuk, which states, This shall be to you an eternal statute once a year. The Gemara understands Rabbi Yochanan's explanation of Rabbi Yehuda that the word Zos, this, and the word Achas, once, come to teach two things. One term service to exclude services performed in the Big Day Lavan, referring to the ones done outside, and one term comes to exclude any avoda performed in the Big Day Zav. He explains from Nehemiah's position that one term is to exclude the avoda performed in the Big Day Zav, and the other term serves to exclude Shiraim de Lamakli, the service of pouring the blood remnants that is not essential for the validity of the services followed after it. The more challenges this interpretation will be Nehemiah's position. All right, so that concludes this year. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichu. wishing you a great day and great learning.